What is up? You are listening to Courageous Self-Love, the official podcast for the self-love revolution happening right here, right now. I'm your host, Amelia Fortes, and today's episode is self-love and career. Now, this topic is something that I am so passionate about speaking about. I have very strong opinions about how to approach self-love and career. And really, the thing that I want to hammer home for you is that you get to create the career of your dreams. Whatever it is that you want, whatever it is that's your biggest heart's desire, That is possible for you. And in this episode, I'm going to give you pieces of my story, not to impress you, but just to give you an idea of what's possible, but also some very tangible tips and things to think about that will support you on this journey of your biggest dream career. To start with my story and to give you an idea of who I am and what I've been through. As many of you know, I am Filipina American and I was raised in Queens, New York by a single tiger mom. And for any of you that know anything about Asian immigrant parents, you know that they are very strict and they have very high expectations of you. So I grew up with this perfectionism and work ethic ingrained in me. And I also grew up with this belief and way of thinking that there are specific paths to success. And unfortunately, none of those paths really supported who I truly am on the inside or who I wanted to be in the world. And so I grew up doing very well in school. I got straight A's. I was consistently on the principal's list, which is just a little bit above the honor roll. And I graduated third in my high school class, third out of 571 students of the senior class. And I then went on to pursue a computer engineering degree at New York University. So I have my Bachelor's of Science in Computer Engineering from NYU, and I worked on Wall Street for nearly a decade. I worked on Wall Street as an intern starting my freshman year of college all the way to my senior year, and I stayed there for a few more years after graduating college. I had everything on paper that would be considered quote-unquote successful. I made my mom very proud, and my resume impressed a lot of people. Unfortunately, the one person it did not impress, and in my opinion, the most important person that it needed to impress, was myself. And I find that so many people are going down these different paths, 
just trying to be successful and trying to be happy. But unfortunately, way too many people are following what they quote unquote should do or what they quote unquote are supposed to do. And they are betraying who they really are and what they really desire and what they really want. And so my wish for you is to keep digging deep and to keep asking yourself, what do you really want? What do you really desire? And can you be willing to shatter the shoulds and to shatter the societal and cultural norms of what success is supposed to look like, no matter what it is that you want to do? And for the next 30 minutes or so, I really invite you to just approach this conversation with a clean slate. Be willing to let go of everything that you've been taught and everything that you think you know about success and what it looks like and what it takes to be successful. And just let yourself be five years old again full of opportunity, full of innocence, full of curiosity, full of wonderment. And just wipe the slate clean and see if you can take a look at your life and your career from a totally ground zero clean slate. A few years ago when I was still working on Wall Street, I had, this was actually 10 years ago now, I had a goal And that goal was to no longer live life needing an alarm clock. Working on Wall Street full time every single day, I had that alarm clock going off as early as 4 or 5 a.m. Every day, Monday through Friday. And every day that alarm clock would go off, uh, my first thought would be, I hate my life. And so my goal was, I I want to get rid of the alarm clock. I don't want to need it. I want to make my own schedule. I want to do what I want to do when I want to do it. And I can happily say that for the last seven years, I have not needed an alarm clock on a daily basis. Now, of course, I've had flights and events and things that I've had to be at where I had to wake up early. So I'm not saying I never ever use an alarm clock, but I'm saying as a general way of life, I don't need an alarm clock. I wake up when I wake up and I work when I want to work. And I'm saying that again, not to show off to you, but to show you the power of an intention and the power of a goal. So more on that later. So here's one thing, the very first tip that I have for you in terms of really developing and creating the career of your dreams in integrity with yourself and deep self-love with yourself. And the very first thing is what do you want? Now, what do you want is a really broad question, but... With this, like I said, erase everything clean slate. I want you to get familiar with what you want unapologetically. Forget about the shoulds. Forget about the voices in your head saying that that's impossible or that this is just the way life is. It's what do you want? What do you want in terms of a lifestyle? 
What time do you want to be waking up every day? Who are the people that you want around you? What are those people like? What's the type of work that you want to be doing? What's the impact that you want the work that you're doing to have? How much creativity do you want to be part of the work that you're doing? How much freedom do you want? How much money do you want? Where do you want those sources of income to come from? Do you want it to come from only one place or do you want multiple sources of income? Do you want a lifestyle that's more entrepreneurial, be your own boss? Or do you want to work for a company as an employee that has a mission that really moves you or a culture that really inspires you? So that's the first step. What do you want? You got to get really familiar with what you want. And it's okay if you're not clear right now. But as long as you start exploring that question of what do you want, just understand that you will get clearer over time. So that's the first step. What do you want? And when you ask yourself, what do you want regularly? Let the truth come up. Give yourself permission for the truth to bubble up. And if you start to notice all those voices telling you that it's impossible or that that's unrealistic or it's selfish to want that or you shouldn't want that, that's a bad thing to want. It's okay, let those voices come up, but then just say, hey, I see you, but you can rest for now. Because the goal is to really get more and more familiar with what you want unapologetically without all the stipulations that society and your culture and your parents and your teachers and all these other people put on you. So that's number one, what do you want? And then number two is to follow your curiosity. And the reason why I love the word curiosity and this concept of following your curiosity is because it takes the pressure off. It takes the pressure off of needing to get the right answer. So you ask yourself, step one, what do you want? Step two, follow your curiosity. Being curious allows you to be open to possibilities and opportunities without feeling the pressure of needing to get it right or needing to get it perfect. And when it comes to self-love and your career, it's the perfect breeding ground for creativity and for the truth to emerge. So step one, ask yourself, what do you want? Step two, follow your curiosity. Open yourself up to the possibilities. Come from a clean slate, from a beginner's mindset, and be curious about everything around you. And follow what moves you, what excites you, what piques your interest. And number three is to remember that you don't need permission to be yourself. And this one can be a hard pill to swallow because especially if you're close with your family or your parents or your primary caregivers or your church or your neighborhood or your community, when we want to belong to a community, 
even if it is our parents and our family or our church, that tends to hinder us from thinking that we have permission to just be ourselves. So I'm saying this lesson number three to remind you, you don't need permission to be yourself. You already have permission simply because you exist. If you exist, you're you. That's permission. You're here. Step one, ask what do you want? And step two, follow your curiosity. Step three is to remember that it's all good. Whatever comes up as you ask what do you want and follow your curiosity is all good. You don't need permission to be yourself. Even your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister, your pastor, your deacon, your bishop, your pope, your rabbi, whoever. At the end of the day, you are the one that spends the most time with yourself. You are the one that has to go to bed with yourself every single night, no matter what. So who better damn well be happy with who you are? You. And if you believe in God, God's already happy. Why? Because you exist. So no need to worry about trying to make God happy. Just focus on making yourself happy because you don't need permission to be yourself. So once you can embrace all those things, step one, what do you want? Step two, follow your curiosity. Step three, you don't need permission to be yourself. That's when you do step four. And step four is to take action. Get lost in exuberant joy. So really take action and enjoy the process. This is the proverbial stop and smell the roses. If you find that you're taking action towards a goal and you're kind of hating yourself through it, or you're doing what I like to call, or Brene Brown likes to call, a worthiness hustle to try to do it, then you're doing it all wrong. And here's the thing, don't try to be perfect. You're not always going to be joyful. But do your best to practice joy and gratitude in everything that you do. Everything that you want is going to take time. It's not always going to take a long time, but it's also not always going to take a short time, but it's going to take however long it takes. And wouldn't it be better if while you're taking action, you could take action with joy and gratitude. So that's step four. And like I said, it won't always be joyful and you won't always feel grateful and that's okay. And so that's why step five is to embrace your journey. All of it, the ups, the downs, the highs, the lows, the good, the bad, the dark, the light. Anyone who has known success has known failure. And another thing that I love that Brene Brown says, if you are brave with your life and you go for it to live the life of your dreams, you will know failure. So stop being so afraid of it. Stop trying to avoid it. You will know it. But if you can learn this step five to embrace your journey, you will be able to find the gold and the gifts within the failures. So again, step one, what do you want? What do you want? What do you want? 
get comfortable with asking yourself that question and start to get comfortable with the answers, no matter how scary those answers may feel. And let go of perfection. Let go of the pressure by step two, follow your curiosity. And step three, remember, you don't need permission to be yourself. You already have permission. You exist. God's good with it too. And then if you don't believe in God, then that's okay too. But you don't need permission from anyone else to be yourself. Just from you. And so step four, take action. Get lost in exuberant joy. Try to find the joy and gratitude in every step you take. And step five, embrace the journey, the ups, the downs, the highs, the lows. Do the work you need. Hire a coach. Hire a therapist. Find a support group that will help you embrace your journey and all of who you are. And step six is just to remember, congratulations, you are right on time. You're not too old. You're not too young. You're not too fat. You're not too skinny. You're not too pretty. You're not too ugly. You're not too anything. You are right on time for your journey. I don't care if what you want to accomplish was accomplished by someone else when they were three years old. Or I don't care if you feel like you're too old to go back to school or to go back and try to achieve something. Because honey, it ain't over till it's over. If you're not dead, it's not over. So you're right on time. Practice shedding all of these preconceived notions of what is acceptable and what is not acceptable. And understand that no matter what, no matter when, congratulations, you are right on time. And lastly, step seven, be unique. Take the road less traveled. Be willing to try something that no one around you has tried before. Be willing to take a risk. Be willing to be brave with your life. Be willing to be courageous. So in addition to those seven steps, let's just recap them. Step one, what do you want? Get familiar with the answer. Step two, follow your curiosity. Open yourself up to possibilities and opportunities. Relieve yourself of the pressure to get the answers right and to get it perfect. Step three, you don't need permission to be yourself. You're the only one that's with yourself at all times of all days. So whose validation do you need other than yourself? If you're waiting for God's validation, congratulations, you've got it. You exist. Step four, take action, get lost in exuberant joy. Practice joy and gratitude in everything you do. You won't get it perfectly, but you can practice it so that you can experience more joy, more gratitude, and more play in your life. Step five, embrace your journey, all the ups, all the downs. Don't demonize the downs. Don't vilify the bad people in your life. Everything serves a purpose. Everything in life is happening for you. Step six, congratulations, you're right on time. I don't care what you have to say about that. You're right on time. Listening to this podcast right here, right now, in this moment, wherever you are, you are right on time. You're not too late. You're not too early. You're right on time. Surrender to that. And lastly, step seven, be unique. Take the road less traveled. Be willing to be brave. Be willing to try something new. Be willing to plunge into the unknown. And just putting those seven steps aside, some things that have helped me in my career and continue 
to follow the right next steps in my career. I like to think of a GPS. And so imagine you live in New York and you want to drive across the country to Los Angeles. And so you plug in the address in Los Angeles where you want to go. Now there are infinite ways to get there. You can go straight across, you can take the southern route, you can take the northern route, you can bop up and down the states, you can do whatever the heck you want. And here's the thing, when you plug it in the GPS, we all know what happens when you take a quote-unquote wrong turn. Rerouting. So as long as you have that destination in sight, that address plugged into the GPS, there is no such thing as a wrong turn. There is no such thing as too early. There is no such thing as too late. You will always be rerouted in the right direction. So here are some things that have helped me in terms of career and what to plug into the GPS. The first thing is values. What do you value? Do you value freedom? Do you value stability, security, fun, creativity, art, science, social justice, religion, spirituality, people, the environment, animals, plants, sustainable living, veganism, agriculture, love, relationships, children, childhood, learning, education, ideas, people, harmony, culture, fashion, What do you value? The things that you value should absolutely go into that GPS. And if there is a career opportunity that does not fall in line with your values, it should be an easy no. It might be hard because this is a new muscle to practice, but when I learned to follow my values, to make the choices in life that I needed to make, the choices in life got that much easier. So number one, values. Another thing that should be plugged into your GPS is experiences. What are the experiences you wanna have? Do you wanna experience traveling the world? Creating a family, marriage, deep love with a partner, speaking on a stage to thousands of people, being on television, traveling to space, deep sea scuba diving, Antarctica, an iceberg, an island, what are the things you want to experience? What are the experiences you long to have? Those experiences absolutely should be plugged into your GPS. It will help you make decisions. 
because if there are certain decisions that you're facing in your life, especially related to your career, if it can get you some of those bucket list experiences, then I say do it. And especially if it aligns with your values, that's even more reason. So these things in your GPS, this is what will help you make the right decisions for you. First thing, values. Second thing, experiences. And the third and last thing I'll offer you for your GPS is your vision. Now, sometimes I hesitate to say vision because a lot of people pressure themselves to have the perfect vision. But that's just not true. You don't have to have like a perfect vision. You can have an idea. So I'll tell you what my vision has been for the last 10 years, and it's really been a big part of my GPS as it relates to career. So my vision for my career was to create multiple streams of income by doing things that I love. See, it's very simple. I wanted to make money in different ways by doing things that I really love to do. And I can say because that vision has been in my GPS for the last 10 years, it has led me to some of the most amazing things. And I have been able to make money from doing things that I, it it almost felt like a sin. It was so good. So I'm going to recap those three things and then give you my story so that you can see what it looks like in reality. Three things that should be plugged into your GPS for your life and your career are your values, the experiences that you want to have, and your vision for yourself. So for me, I value education, travel, social justice, fun, beauty, creativity, and truth. Those are things that I value. 10 years ago, I wrote down on a piece of paper, I was at a bar with a friend actually, and he passes the bar napkin over and he was like, write down some goals that you have. And so I wrote down a few things that I really wanted to experience. And so one of those things was I really wanted to experience what life was like without an alarm clock, like I shared in the beginning. Another thing was I really wanted to experience what it was like being a speaker on a stage for thousands of enthusiastic audience members. And I really wanted to experience being on television and being in front of the camera and just being my awesome crazy self. And I wanted to experience traveling for work, being paid to travel. And I also wanted to experience being paid for my creativity. And I can tell you all of those things I've experienced multiple times over in the last 10 years or more. I wrote on that napkin, I want to say in 2006, and right now it's 2019. So that's 13 years later. I've experienced all of those things. And I plugged all of those things into my GPS. And like I said, my vision was multiple streams of income from doing things that I love. And I can say I experienced that today. 
here's how this works in practice. 15 years ago, I was not experiencing any of these things. I had my engineering degree from NYU and I was working on Wall Street. I was making good money. I had no reason to complain, but I really felt like I was living a soulless, passionless life. And every morning when the alarm clock rang, I was like, I hate my life. And I would tell people what I did for work. I would show them my business card and they would be impressed, but I was not impressed with myself. I was unhappy, slowly dying on the inside. There's actually this YouTube series called The Slow Death of the Cubicle Life or something like that. And that's exactly what it felt like. And anyone who has worked in a cubicle or worked in corporate America who hates it can relate to what I'm saying. It feels like this slow death of passion, of vitality. And so while I had nothing to complain about in terms of my lifestyle, I couldn't go another day feeling passionless and soulless and hating my life. So I started to seek answers. So that was the start of my plugging into my GPS, right? I knew what I didn't want in the GPS, but I knew what I wanted. I was like, I wanted a little bit more freedom. I wanted a little bit more passion, a little bit more creativity. And I started to plug that in and I realized there had to be people who don't hate their lives, who love their work, who love their job. So I started to believe in that. That's something I plugged into my GPS. And that journey led me to books, to seminars, to teachers, to videos on YouTube, to all these different ways of thinking and opportunities. And that led me to network marketing, which I know gets a bad rap, but I highly recommend it if you're lost and you're kind of trying to figure out what you want to do. So that led me to network marketing, which led me to the book Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. And that book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki, I mean, that opened up a whole new thing for me. I shared this in the self-love and money episode, which was episode three, but I'll share it again real briefly. I felt like Robert Kiyosaki was like my uncle talking to me through that book. And I'll link that book to the show notes in case you're interested in buying it on Amazon. I opened up to a whole new possibility for myself and for my life that I was not taught growing up. And I started to think about Robert Kiyosaki a lot and his teachings and I was like oh my goodness everyone needs access to this information and I want to be part of the movement that makes this information accessible to people and so I started to learn about law of attraction and manifesting and I would just really feel the feeling like I want to work with Robert Kiyosaki and I want to bring the rich dad poor dad principles to young people everywhere Young people need this information. And without sharing you all the gory details, I'd be happy to do that on another time or you can email me. But through that, plugging that into my GPS, less than two years later, I was in Robert Kiyosaki's office in Scottsdale, Arizona with him and his wife and his elite team of advisors working with him and talking with him about how to better bring 
these teachings to young people. I mean, what? (laughs) That's the power of manifestation. And that's the power of having specifics in your GPS. And so that journey led me to speaking on stages all around the United States to tens, hundreds, and sometimes even thousands of students, teaching them about leadership and about how to be a good person and about finances and about being responsible with alcohol and being responsible with sex and sexuality and consent. And I did that for about five years. And that was one of the things I wrote on the napkin come true. Along that journey, I was also on national television a few times. I was on a couple of game shows. I I was on Hip Hop Squares and won $5,000 and an all-expenses weekend trip, five-star trip to Las Vegas, me plus one. And I went for my birthday last year. And I was on a national car commercial. And we made, my boyfriend and I, we made $30,000 each from that. Anything is possible when you plug it into your GPS. But you got to start getting clear and you got to do the work that it takes to get clear. And you got to practice the muscle of not allowing other people to dictate who you get to be in this world. I'll rewind a little bit before that to when I was still on Wall Street, living that slow death of a cubicle life. And I was like, there's got to be another possibility. And the universe presented me with a choice. I actually was recruited by someone in a different part of the bank that I was working. And it was in a more front office position, which means you get paid a lot more money, but also a lot more hours. Um, So I was recruited by this front office sales position in the private bank. But at the same time, there was this opportunity to work with a YouTube channel, a dance channel. And actually, my salary would have been cut in half if I did that because it was a startup company. It was a new network on YouTube. And, you know, back then, this was a long time ago before YouTube and influencers were as popular as they are today. So it was a big risk. So I was presented with these two choices. And I know to those of you listening, I'm sure you've been presented with some pretty tough choices. What should I do? And you call everyone that you know and you post it on Facebook and you ask all these questions. What should I do? What should I do? What should I do? I'll tell you what to do. You always got to go back to your GPS. And that GPS has your values, your vision, and the experiences you want to have. So remember, my values, creativity, beauty, art, travel, truth, education, the experiences I wanted, teaching, traveling, being on camera, working with creative people, being paid for my creativity, traveling the world. So these were all things that I wanted. And my vision create multiple streams of income by doing things that I love, that I really love. And so I had this choice. Do I transfer to this different part of the bank and make double my salary? 
Or do I leave Wall Street altogether and work in YouTube and make half my salary? And I was troubled and challenged over this decision for, I want to say, the better part of two or three weeks. But then I remembered GPS, values, vision, experiences. When I looked at my values, my vision, and the experiences I wanted, it was no contest. And you already know what I was going through, slow death of a cubicle life, passionless, feeling soulless, hating every time the alarm goes off. And so I had to be willing to leave that comfortable life and follow the GPS, even though it was really scary and risky. Because even though that YouTube job wasn't like it, it wasn't the dream job, but what I will say is it gave me the a lot of experiences that I wanted. I got to work with a lot of famous dancers, and for those of you who know, I am a dancer and I love dance, and I love working with dancers. So I got to travel the world and produce a YouTube channel and work with some of the best dancers in the world. And I traveled to Vegas and Toronto and London and Asia. I got to do that for work and I got to learn a lot about YouTube too, which was something I wanted to learn. And that was something that even though if I moved to that different position in the bank for double my salary, that new position would have never given me any of those things. So I had to follow the GPS. I had to reroute. And so I share this story with you to hopefully open your mind to what's possible when you get really clear on what you're plugging into your GPS. And to really get clear and understand how powerful you are, how powerful your intention and your desire can be. So if you can practice the muscle of unapologetically expressing your desire and what you really want and the money you want to make and the source of income you want to make it from, then you got to go for that. And you don't have to have all the answers because... You'll see very quickly, if you haven't already, no two paths to success are the same. And there's a lot of failure and heartbreak along the way, but nobody reaches success by going on the same path. So you got to be willing to follow your own GPS and let your own GPS reroute you along the way. And you got to have faith in it. Your values, your vision, your experiences, those things matter. And so today I make money by coaching women and men. I make money as a healer and a hypnotherapist and a life coach. And I make money as a performer and an entertainer. And I make money as a writer. I am also an international published writer of children's stories. And I make money as an entrepreneur and as a speaker. So I'm doing it right now and I still have a way to go for where I wanna go. Here's the thing, once you achieve what you want, your goal is just gonna get bigger. And so I still have a ways to go before I accomplish what I wanna accomplish. 
but I'm already there. I'm creating multiple streams of income by doing things that I love. And you can do that too. And I haven't had to wake up to an alarm clock every day. I've made money on TV. I've made money on game shows. I've made money by being on a commercial. I mean, I'm real, like, it's, it's incredible what's possible when you trust in your GPS system. And so I know that what you've heard today has started to open up something for you, a fire in you, a desire in you, or maybe even more questions, or maybe you feel even more confused and hopeless and, oh my gosh, there's no way I could ever do any of that. But I want to tell you there's absolutely a way you can do all of this and more. And I want to help you. And this is why I do what I do. I would love for the opportunity to hold space for you, to process some of what came up for you in this episode. So please send me a message at ameliafortes.com contact. And let's get a dialogue going. There's a lot jam-packed in this episode, and even each step can take a really long time. It can take days, it can take months, it can take years. Something that I'm really good at is helping people get what they want faster. And so I would love for the opportunity to activate you even more. You've already been activated right now, but I want to help you keep that momentum going. And I would love for a chance to, to talk with you through what's coming up for you from this episode. So please just email me, ameliafortes.com slash contact. As always, on the website of this episode, there are journaling questions that you can work on. There'll be a link to contact me. There'll also be a link to purchase the book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki on Amazon. I just want to make things as easy for you as possible, but please connect with me. This is big stuff and your life is worth it. And you can't afford to go another day not truly following that fire and what you want. If you're driving or if you're commuting right now, I invite you to re-listen to this episode next time with a notebook and a pen and really take notes and then send me a message about what you have questions about or just letting me know about your process and your progress and I'll help you as much as I can. I can send you resources, videos, articles, book recommendations, So we can talk about all of that. And that invitation is open with any other episode as well. Okay? I love you so much. You are so worth it. What you want is worth it. You can achieve the dream career beyond what you even thought was possible. Thank you so much for listening. Please be sure to subscribe. If you really love this episode, leave a five-star review with three to five sentences about what you really loved. This has been Self-Love and Career, Courageous Self-Love, the official podcast for the self-love revolution. I'm your host, Amelia Fortes, and we are out for now. Hey, if you're loving the show, make sure you become a patron. 
For as little as $2 a month, you can get episodes where you can't get anywhere else. Go to patreon.com slash the Amelia Fortes. I'm doing me.